0: Doodly 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 doodly. Good evening, infidels.
1: Nice. What's going on, everybody? This is the happiest place on earth. Welcome back to the Battle Bros podcast with Mac and Alamo. I am Mac. This handsome SOB over here is Alamo welcome to the thunderdome i know we're just full of cliches but you know we try to have fun with what we're doing here i mean if you watch our first episode it was cringeworthy now it's just like <laughs> yeah what kind of nonsensical shit are we gonna get into this week
0: <laughs> i would like to say that the battle bros they've kind of found their stride that's uh of how would i think of it
1: thank you peter See, that's great if uh, you're not watch- listening to us on a podcast uh, source as opposed to watching us because you just saw him do that, and it's just like, they got Peter Griffin on the show? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so how the hell are you, everybody? Uh, we're glad to see you back. Thanks for stopping by. If you join us for the first time, hopefully you like it. Hopefully you'll check us out on a regular. If you're coming back, glad to have you back. Please keep the love coming our way. We appreciate it, and uh, yeah, Yeah, th- thrilled to have you here with us, so... Um, how you doing there, brother?
0: Doing out fucking standing.
1: Except Just for that dog standing. yapping in the background.
0: Yeah. Bo- the battle bow is uh, tenacious, to say the least. He don't give up.
1: That was a great plug, by the way. I, I freaking love that. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> he is, uh, that's uh, what I'm here for, brother.
1: He is refusing to let the obstacle get in his way, yet yeah. he won't seek help.
0: The, uh, the obstacle... <laughs> Being a freaking 60-pound freaking greyador that he continuously yeah. attacks. And uh, let's just say she doesn't like it very much because now she's getting a taste of her own medicine.
1: Aha. Yeah. So she won't jump on me the next time I come out your way. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a Rob. So, um, yeah, so if you're joining us for the first time, we're just two guys that have known each other for a long damn time. We both served in the military. Um, albeit slightly different ways he was active duty i was in the reserve component um, the <laughs> national guard here in florida for a little while um we have remained friends throughout that time and we uh talk about military and veteran lifestyle and other nonsensical shenanigans and shite that is related to it so hopefully you like what we're talking about and um yeah welcome so if you caught our show last week we're going to jump right into it so if you caught our show last week um Again, a very special shout out and thanks to uh, Jerry Strickland. We had a special guest by the name yes. of Jerry Strickland from Mission Twenty Two, which is an organization that is all about um, stopping and preventing um, veteran suicide, military member suicide, and also they go one step further in providing ways to kind of combat that. Um, they talked about lots having
0: lots of care options. It's 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 yeah, pretty fucking sweet. And the, and yeah. the, and. The, the thing that I liked, the thing that I liked about it the most was that there are holistic, they're all, for the most part, holistic forms of treatment. Like they're not trying to get you to a doctor who's going to try and give you like fifty medications to keep you kind of like, uh...
1: yeah, mental zombie. Like you come yeah. out of the, like no offense to the VA, but sometimes you come out of there and it's like you're smuggling maracas in your pockets. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> I guess that's not good. I got a maraca in my pocket. It's not like a rap song. <laughs> Never mind. You don't get so reference. But anyway, so yeah, Mission 22 is uh, is a great organization. Um, they are doing very good stuff, and we appreciate that. And special shout out to Jerry for coming on the show last week. Jerry, you're a badass dude. I like you a lot. I haven't even met you yet, but there's going to be some awkward bromance hugging going on when I meet you the first time. So <laughs> this is your warno. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Yeah. So this week, we're going to kind of go and talk on a on slightly familiar subject. Um, yes. Last year, so this time, you know, um, 9-11 is going to be on Sunday. And, you know, we're going to kind of go back in time a little bit and talk about it like we did last year. Last year, mm-hmm. um, we did a two-part episode on 9-11. We talked about what happened that day, and then we talked about the legacy and after effects of that. We're not going to do a two-parter today. We're going to just do a one-part episode. Um, kind of talk about a slightly different aspect of it um, that's related to it. Kind of just have a, a little bit of a conversation and remembrance. And, you know, just kind of think back and reflect. So, yeah. Um, one of the the nickname or the, the actual name for 9-11, besides 9-11 itself, that has the, the actual holiday is called Patriot's Day. So, this episode, episode 042 of the Battle Bros podcast is entitled... Patriots in that honor. Um, What exactly is a patriot? So I found a couple of good definitions. A patriot is, for the first definition, it is described as a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies or detractors. The other definition I found says that it is someone who loves, supports, and defends their country and interests. And this was the most important part. Was it said with devotion? And I think devotion brings up a very um, kind of conjures up some good images of um, you know people that are serving their country and whatnot. And I immediately, besides you know our generation, um, the, the global war on terror generation, I kind of look at it as you know World War Two. I mean, yeah. think about it. There's a lot, and if you think about the two of those separately, there's a lot of you know com- comparisons there that can be drawn. But there's also uh, you know a, a lot of a lot of pretty stone cold similarities. I mean, you think about it. We were both attacked. You know, they were attacked in at Pearl Harbor. We got attacked here in New York on September 11th. Um, you had New a
0: York, Washington DC,
1: and Pennsylvania,
0: and Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I'm not trying to neglect all of that you know no 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 but but yeah um you know with the spontaneous um decision to join world war ii by you know attacking us here in pearl harbor you had how many millions of people that were spurred into military service on their own accord you had you know the conservation corps where they were starting recycling drives you had the war effort you know Rationing of certain things for the war effort. It, it was just an amazing time. And, you know, it helped to bring us out of the Great Depression during the 30s. You know, after the stock market crashed of 29, the depression happened pretty much all through the 1930s and whatnot. And then you had 1941. So it was a very significant event for a lot of reasons. Uh, fast forward 60 years later, here we are, global war on terrorism. You know, we had the attacks in New York. We had the attack at the Pentagon and D.C., and we had the uh, foiled attack that was taken down, Flight 93 um, mm-hmm. down in uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. So there's a lot to be said. I mean, how many people? I mean, besides the two of us, how many people do you know that joined up because of the um, because of the events of that you know that fateful day? Um, there's there's a lot to be said for that. And and you know, I don't just mean to talk about the military because yes, they get a lot of credit for it and. It's it's justified and I don't mean to sound like I have a big ego or anything because I'm not just like, yeah, let's keep it coming. You know, that's that's not what it's all. You know, there's a little bit, you know, trying to have a little bit of humility. Hum- humility. humility. I need to wet the old whistle over here. <laughs> but I mean, think about all of the 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 brave souls that were lost, the patriots that were lost in the collapse of the Twin Towers. You had three hundred and forty three people that died. Uh, firemen alone in the tower that were that died you had um uh so like 60 police officers you had i think eight or so different MS folks
0: what was it like 80 percent of the deaths in the tower were fucking fire for
1: for, first responders yeah there was 343 first responders yeah yeah and it might even be higher than that dude yeah and Uh i know the, the, the 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 number that you see associated with that a lot is 343 um there yeah. was, I think, I was about sixty police officers. A few of them were with the Port Authority Police Department from New Jersey and New York and whatnot. Um, and two of H- which H-
0: actually survived. Really? Yeah, the two of the Port Authority officers. Yeah, two of them survived the fucking collapse. That's what the movie. Uh, that's what the movie. Uh, I get. I, I mean, it's kind of a. It's kind of. It was. It was kind of cheesy, but it had Nicolas Cage in it, and Michael and uh, Michael and Michael Pena. Pena. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a real deal. Ed. Like, it would have been three had part of the building not collapsed on the guy that was with them. Right.
1: So, so yeah. not not just you know military and you know the first responders. I mean, they get a lot of credit, but you know, patriots. There's a lot of just regular everyday folks who became patriots. How many people stood in line for hours and hours to donate their time to donate blood? they realized they were gonna need it. I mean you had the the worst kind of mass casualty event that you could have ever imagined I mean it's insane you know just to think about and you know it's kind of it's kind of weird this year because this is the 21st anniversary of it so it's like if you had a person that was born in or around that time like they're old enough to go out and buy a beer a beer a firearm vote tobacco tobacco like you think about that it's like Damn, dude! Like that was just yesterday, man. Yeah. Like straight up. Like
0: it makes you feel old if you if you were one of the people that experienced that fucking yeah.
1: day. Never mind like, this gray sh- this gray shit on the side of my head. Absolutely, yeah. that's not reminding me I'm old. My knees kind of giving out and starting to There's click when I walk.
0: Some gray's in here, but you can't tell because I keep shaving it off. Yeah. Here.
1: Wait till it shows up in your facial hair. Yeah, that's a real yeah. kick in the
0: ass. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you have all of these different people. I mean, think back to, you know, patriots in in World War II, you know, let's kind of bring back the the comparison there. You had all these folks that, you know, maybe they couldn't serve. You know, they might have been stamped a 4F or something, but I'm sure they found other ways to serve. You had all of these different offshoots. You started to see women getting involved in the military. You had the WAC, the Women's Army Corps. You had the Women's uh, Air Service Pilots, the WASPs. Um, you also had the Navy equivalent, which is called waves, although I'm not 100% certain what that stands for. Forgive me. Um, but you saw, I mean, and look at you know, um, and this is kind of a current event too. We just had um, the, you know kind of'll we'll get ba- we'll get back to this in the current events and whatnot because it's just kind of happened the other day, but uh, um, Queen Elizabeth II passed away on thursday longest serving monarch in british history 70 years on the throne but yeah. she was also you know you go back and look at some of the historical pictures of her and whatnot she did a lot of uh she served uh during world war ii for the british war she effort she sure
0: whatnot. the hell did she was only 17
1: yeah like that's kind of yeah. like that's crazy man so yeah. but anyway so patriots can be a, a lot of you know it can take on a lot of different meanings and kind of different ways that you can become a patriot and whatnot um what did uh what did you want to add to that there brother
0: no i mean I, you just you definitely you definitely have to take into account that, that there that there were a lot of civilians that actually were like you think about um what was the name of that what was the name of the head of security in the towers that actually went around trying to fucking save lives that day man yeah was that he was, was he
1: well he was a he was a army officer or he was like a he was a cop or
0: something he was retired army
1: i think in that much I remember, one of, yeah He was, I think, the security guy for Charles Schwab or something. Like one of the big, 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 big companies. let me see if I
0: can. And, I mean, say what you will, man. But, like, you know, he inspired people that day after that. You know what I mean? He inspired a lot of people. Um, Oh, yeah. And if you think about just like the aftermath of what happened. You think about how galvanized we were as a country. Everybody wanted to try and do something to contribute to help. Everybody wanted to, like, I mean, you had the people that wanted to directly, you know, uh, uh, get involved by going to war. You had people that were, you know, back at home, you know, doing uh uh, you know uh, cleanup work and all that kind of stuff i mean you had firefighters from literally all over the freaking country going to ground zero to assist and it's 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 amazing when you think about just how much effort was put into you know recovering from one day one I guess you could say day that will live in infamy. (laughs) Um, It it just, it's, it's amazing, you know, and, and I wish, God, I wish we could get back to where we were then, you know, I I don't, I don't think it sucks, but I I don't think we can, I I don't think we've been as unified as a country as we were, after 9-11 and you know and and that's not to say that you know during world war ii because we were attacked you know but the it's it's almost it's almost like you know america found or the united states found it's it it found its fighting spirit again during that time you know what i mean
1: yeah well and
0: and i missed that
1: you know and There was there's a lot of a lot of patriotic imagery that came out of the days, weeks, months, and even years after that, and it's like that's forever going to be ingrained in, you know, our, you know, memory of of that day. You know, and I I saw this great commercial one time. I I, you know remember seeing this on TV, and it had it had a you had just you know Main Street USA with all these houses on going down the street like this, and it said they tried to change our country and it just had like, it had words on a black screen. It said they tried to change our country. And then it goes back to the same street. And Every, like the first screen, one of them had an American, one house had an American flag flying proudly in front of it. Like, you know, off the, one of the front porch, you know, the columns off the front porch, and you go yeah. back to that same street image and every single house had an American flag. And it says, and then afterwards the screen, the words came back on the screen. and said, They did. And it's like, yeah, they sure did. You know, we the divisiveness wasn't there. And this is not, you know, me and this is not us trying to get, you know, politically, you know, agitated or riled up or nothing. But like there was just a lot more, you know, it it took that amount of tragedy to just to have us all come together and just be like, we weren't Republicans, we weren't Democrats, we weren't this, we weren't that. We were all Americans and we were all part of that together and i think that's something that's like over the last 21 years we've kind of lost that we've had things happen where we've we've changed and we've kind of gone our own ways and you know as 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 absolutely tragic and horrifying and just downright shitty that that day was yeah there were some really awesome you know the things that happened as a result of it for the positive i mean go ahead the
0: one the one thing that here's what got me is like there was one ad and i don't remember where it aired i can't i'm pretty sure it was a super bowl ad the, f- the following year but it was the budweiser ad that with the clydesdales with the clydesdales yeah and i remember that I, actually I'm, i almost want to share it on the screen right now just because it's you get so much just from that like I think it's like seventy two second like commercial. Yeah. Like seventy fucking two seconds. Like actually, let me see. I think it's uh, da, 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 da.
1: I found that guy's name by the way while you're while you, I'll we'll bring that up after you you do this stuff or whatever. Yar. But yeah, I mean and I'll I'll kinda keep chatting here for a minute while you're doing sure. what you're doing. But you know, it you kind of you know, it's just so funny, not funny, but you you talk about you know the similarities between stuff like my dad when you know he talks about you know some of the defining moments in his life. He talks about being in middle school. I think he was in middle school in his band class, and some guy walked in off the street and was like, "Hey, man, they just shot and killed President Kennedy." And he's like, dude, like, you want to talk about like some just heavy stuff? He's like, man, that's, that was just strange. It was surreal yeah. kind of stuff. This is like for us. I mean, you know, yeah. not to get too much into the stories. And by the way, if you want to hear, our, not to shamelessly plug our show, but if you want to go back and hear our conversation on this, um, I believe it's episodes... 10 and 11
0: i think i think so yeah i think it was episodes um, 10 the, and 11 yeah the
1: only issue is that episode 10 does not show up on our spotify account because we had an issue where the audio cut out so you'll have to watch them both on youtube yeah. or at least listen to them from youtube uh, even if you're not watching like from your car or whatnot but yeah we we talk about uh episode 10 was you know 20 mm-hmm. years uh after the fact of 9 11 happening and then episode 11 was the aftermath and the legacy of it yeah so pretty good, pretty good conversation I'm, I'm proud i of this
0: found sure. i found the commercial
1: let's do it let's all show
0: right. it yeah let's do it all right sharing time so
1: if now. you're not if you're not actually you know watching our podcast I'm, I'm sorry but you know go back and watch it or at least look up the commercial so all right dude mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Like that's that's good stuff. Well, yeah. and the other the other crazy thing too. Fix the camera angle, dude, because you can see it. There you go. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need people seeing. It. Yes, my backdrop is a whoopee pinned up on my kitchen. So, like, <laughs> come at me, bro. Anyway, no, but like, dude, it's just the sim- Like the the craziest little things you just remember from that. Like, you yeah. know how you know president bush became a wartime president in a matter of seconds you know he Mm -hmm. was down here in sarasota visiting an elementary school and some guy walked in and said uh we got a situation and Mm -hmm. instantaneously he became a wartime president and then like i remember like they stopped um they stopped uh they didn't film um Saturday Night Live, they they took like a one or two week hiatus from that. And then when they came back on the air, like the, the opening montage, instead of having a skit, they had uh, Rudy Giuliani come out with a New York City policeman and New York City fireman. And they were like, um, you know, pretty much like, hey, we need to laugh again. We need to move on and do all that kind of stuff. But not only that, one of the other images I remember watching was uh, President Bush coming out at Yankee Stadium not escorted by secret service, just coming out there, throwing out that first pitch and just, you know, just kind of helping to get the nation back on its feet and stuff. And, you know, like I said, I'm not here to talk about politics. You like, you either like him, you don't like him, whatever. I mean, the fact of the matter is he was president at that time. And just to see, you know, the country rally together and whatnot, it was just, it was a sight to behold. It was, it was very, very, um, it was very, very defining at that time. So, yeah. But yeah, like the twenty one, like that was twenty one years ago, man. Somebody born near that time, like they can buy alcohol and tobacco. It's like, yeah fuck, fuck. I'm old. <laughs>
0: you know, yeah. it's just,
1: it's like, I knew
0: someone. I, I know someone. In, when I when I went to the police academy, I know someone that was literally born a month before the towers got hit. <sighs> yeah, you're just like, oh, crap. Anyway, so yeah,
1: so yeah, you know, and you could even take that argument one step further, a little bit closer to home. You know, a patriot, you know, the kind of still people that do stuff for their community. I know a patriot kind of means more, you know, on the national sense, like you know, with their country and whatnot, but you know, you have patriots in the community, you know, folks that go out there, first responders, hey, cops, firemen. You,
0: I think, I think we learned very well. I think we learned very well from we well freaking Jerry that, hey, you don't have to serve your country to serve your country. You can serve your community and that'll extend outwards, and you're still serving your country.
1: Dude, that's a slogan right here. You don't have to serve your country to serve your country. Like,
0: damn,
1: you get somebody hardcore. <laughs> get Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones to say that. Man, you got some shit right there. It's like, absolutely. So. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, oh, by the way, the, um, the guy you were talking about, his name was Richard Cyril Rascoria. Rascoria,
0: Scori- yes. Yeah.
1: He was Morgan Stanley's vice president of security. Um, and so let's see here. He was born in Hale, England in 1939. He served with the British Army in Cyprus and northern Rhodesia. Uh, in 63, he immigrated to the U.S. and joined the army. After graduating from OCS, he fought in Vietnam as a 2nd Louis with 2nd Battalion, 7th Cavalry from 65 to 66. The following year, he became an American citizen. Um, when the World Trade Center was attacked in 93, Riscoria was the vice president for corporate security at Dean Witter Morgan Stanley. He
0: was, I forgot he was there for the first attack, too. Mm-hmm.
1: And he yeah. led the company's evacuation that day. Convinced that the terrorists would return, Rescoria created and stringently rehearsed a disaster contingency plan for the company, colleagues, and family. Um, on September 11th, he be, he again supervised the evacuation of Morgan Stanley's employees from the burning building. Among the 13 Morgan Stanley employees and consultants who were unable to exit the building safely was Rescoria he was last seen climbing up the stairs to make a final sweep for other employees minutes before the building toppled. His actions that day are credited with thousands of lives. Rescoria epitomized the soldier's code. Leave no man behind. I'm telling you, man, we, we got to go up there and see all that shit. Like, especially with you being from yeah. New York, like, I don't need to have a tour guy. Like, you can just take me around all the spots and <laughs> all the all the all the good places to go get a you know some food and stuff like i go over to the Bronx and get some, yeah. get some like get all that good stuff man. so um Fuck yeah but yeah you know that's kind of you know what i want to say on that you have some other stuff that you were kind of looking up for uh patriots so why don't you give me what you found before we uh we might have to move our our time hack a little bit, but let's uh let's let's go over what you f- talked about with uh, Patriot stuff.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> which little got? known little known uh, little known Revolutionary War Patriot. Okay, so there's a guy. We're going his, way back. Okay. Oh yeah, Revolutionary War, um, and he was a and he was a, he is a Patriot soldier on the Revolutionary War side, or, or excuse me, on the on the United States side. Um, this man's name was Salem poor. It's, yes, it's just like as if you were poor on the side of the street. Salem poor. Um, and here I found this. Actually, I found this reference actually on history.com. dot um, You know, for for those of you less learned, focus the history channels website. Um, it says here Salem poor. Began his life as a Massachusetts slave and ended it as an American hero. Born into bondage in the late 1740s, he purchased his own freedom two decades later for 27 pounds. We'd have to see how much that is nowadays. Uh the equivalent, oh well, there you go. The equivalent of a few thousand dollars. I want I'm talking about the exact though. Today, soon after, poor joined the fight for independence enlisting multiple times he is believed to have fought in the battles of saratoga and monmouth he's most famous however for his heroism at the battle of bunker hill where his contributions so impressed fellow soldiers that after the war ended 14 of them formally recognized his excellent battle skills with a petition to the general court of massachusetts in it they called him out as a brave and gallant soldier, saying he behaved like an experienced officer. Hey, let me interrupt real quick. What year was that?
1: I'm actually looking up. I found a historical currency converter. So while you're doing that, let me. What It was 27 pounds sterling.
0: The well, th- the, the Battle of Bunker Hill, I believe, was uh, 17. No, no, no.
1: When he bought his freedom. I'm oh, just when trying he, to f-
0: oh, when he bought his freedom. Yeah, Uh, it says uh, loosely kind of like the night, the 1740s. So we could probably ballpark it like 1745.
1: And and then he said, you said it was twenty seven dollars, twenty seven pounds,
0: twenty seven pounds.
1: Okay, so let me just look around here. Keep going. Keep reading. I'll look this up.
0: So poor is credited in the battle with killing British Lieutenant Colonel James Abercrombie, along with several other enemy soldiers. You want to talk about someone who not only kind of lived the American values of like freaking, you know, living that free life and, and and kind of, you know, making a name for himself. Like, I mean, you like you can't get better than you can't get a, you can't get better stories than that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that we have also was. Um, we also looked up Robert Smalls. Uh, this was actually That's a an movie.
1: interesting story oh. on that guy, man. We need to. There, there
0: needs to be a movie made on this guy. Because nobody too, would
1: believe it, dude.
0: Yeah, it's funny too. Because you, you know, what's even funnier is that he kind of looks like Jordan Peele. So it's. I feel like Jordan. If they had him made a wait, movie wait, about wait, him,
1: wait, 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 what?
0: Jordan Peele. Hold like, on. Yes. Let
1: me, what? Let me, I'm gonna pull. Up. Oh my god! Yeah, he does.
0: Jordan Peele <laughs> can play
1: this guy. Fuck yeah. That's kind
0: of cool. <laughs> I just saw that. Petition Jordan Peele to play Mr. Rossum. Smalls yeah. in the Civil War epic.
1: Yes. That would be badass. That'd <laughs> be so badass. Anyway, continue. Oh, my yeah.
0: um, <clears throat> Okay, so it says here he was a former slave sailor and get this, folks. He became a congressman. Um this is kind of one of the few little, little known stories about um, about the Civil War. Not a lot of people know about it, unless they're kind of like a well-learned historian or just history buffs. Um, like, you know, uh, me and Mac are, who have not a lot of time on our hands, so we look shit like this up. Um, it's called being a nerd. I wear, nerd. I, wear,
1: I wear my, I fly my freak flag freely.
0: freely. Um, and it says here, Robert Smalls, was born into slavery in Beaufort, South Carolina on April 5th, 1839. His mother, Lydia Polite, was a slave owned by Henry McKee, who may have been Small's father. Whoa. Um, very common back then, actually, for many slave masters to have illegit- illegitimate children with the slave women. Um, it's, un- it's an unfortunate thing that it kind of happened back then, um, but continuing the story. Uh, Robert's mother had grown up in the fields and while while he now worked in the house with her, she feared Robert would grow up without knowing the plight of the slaves forced to work in the fields on the plantation. She showed him the full horrors of slavery, making him witness the whippings of of the field hands, which were a frequent occurrence. After seeing the brutality of slavery, Robert grew defiant and frequently found himself in the Beaufort Jail. Uh, his mother feared for his safety, so she arranged with McKee to send Robert to Charleston, where he would work as a laborer. At the age of 12, Smalls had $1 a week. Whoa. I feel like that's lo- that's not a lot of money even for back then. Um, with the rest of his wage sent back to his master. Um Smalls worked many jobs, mostly in and around Charleston Harbor. On December 24th, 1856, Robert married Hannah Jones, an enslaved hotel maid. With her owner's permission, they moved in together and had two children, Elizabeth and Robert Jr. Smalls saved money and attempted to buy the freedom of his his new family, but Hannah's owner demanded $800 for her freedom. Uh, Robert knew as long as he and his family were in chains, They could not be sure of a future together, and it would have taken them years to save enough money. Smalls promised his wife they would one day escape from slavery. After the war broke out, Robert was assigned to the planter, a Confederate military cargo transport. Smalls piloted the planter around Charleston Harbor, gaining the confidence and trust of the black crew members and the three white officers. Knowing the crew trusted him, Smalls devised a plan of escape. One night, when the officers left to sleep ashore, Smalls and the crew took ship. Smalls piloted the ship out of the harbor and surrendered the planter and its cargo to the Union Navy. He also volunteered his knowledge of Charleston's defenses, leading to the capture of Coles Island a week after his escape. Dude. Rear Admiral Samuel Francis Dupont, wrote that robert is superior to any who have come into our lines intelligent as many of them have been the people of the north celebrated smalls and his crew congress awarded him awarded them half of the value of the planter as prize money smalls traveled to washington to meet the president abraham lincoln where he helped to persuade lincoln to permit black men to serve for the union army now um there's a like i mean from here on like i mean you think about like where he's been like he he commandeered a ship decided to kind of tear ass that freaking what like he basically played spy for the union army for some time and then kind of just you know ended up kind of gaining like you know trust with the freaking with the union army even to the point of like meeting with the president. And persuading him to allow black so black um black at the time slaves to serve in the Union Army and you know pretty much become free men. Of course they had to fight, so I mean hey, free as uh you know, fat electrician once said. For- <laughs> but listen,
1: okay, stop. If you do not listen for all the for all the folks <laughs> out there that like satire and sarcasm and veteran and military stuff if you haven't seen fat electrician on youtube you should go check that shit out because his stuff yeah. is amazing you could just sit there, like the videos are only like three minutes long but you can just sit there and giggle piss your pants like it's fucking great yep it's so good <laughs> so so check this out so um yes. i looked up historical pounds sterling to dollars so in 1745, we said. We have 27 pounds. Um, In this day and age, it would be worth about $7,737 and some
0: change. So, a lot of money. So, (laughs) but I
1: also found something else that was kind of badass. No, that's not it. Damn it. I lost the damn thing here. Hold on a second. Crap, crap, crap. Uh,. No. Oh, well, like it was saying it actually I found a website where it said, you know, 27 pounds could have bought you this, 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 this and this during that time. Like it was like five cows. I'm like, oh, OK, kind of cool. It's like some Oregon Trail looking stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got Patriots of all shapes and sizes. I mean, yeah. everybody will probably think of, you know, synonymous Patriot. The meaning of patriot being synonymous with guys like George Washington and Abe Lincoln. And, you know, George Washington, it kind of brings up an interesting point because was he, you know, he was a patriot, yes, but he didn't really have a country to be a patriot for. But the idea of this country, you know, you could argue that point all day long and then some. So, but the
0: ideas of a United States is what drove them all.
1: The, the rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, man. All that stuff you should be learning in your social studies classes in school nowadays, kids. Pay the fuck attention. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, we don't want to go too far into it. Like we said, you know, it, this is a day of remembrance and reflection for yeah. the awful events of 21 years ago on Sunday. Um, you know, and it's kind of getting to the point now where, like, my daughter, she's eight. I'm going to you know start talking to her about you know what happened because she started asking a bunch of questions about stuff but um yeah i'm, I'm gonna be
0: it. honest the boys asked and i just showed them like yeah. I, I watched like a, a a national geographic documentary i let them watch all the videos obviously you know they didn't show anything but you know they had questions like well like why did that happen or oh yeah. why did you know why did they attack us or you know oh my gosh what happened to the people well, son, you know,
1: history is the best teacher and especially with the age that we live in where everything's on, you know, YouTube, YouTube can be a pretty awesome resource if you use it appropriately yeah. and correctly. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, and you know, the, the crazy thing is, is like, you know, I, I look at history and I look at the people in, and I look at the people in it, like, this is why I, I I'm a huge fan of history for the very, for one very specific reason. One very specific reason in general is that, I mean, th- there's there's so many comparisons you can Spit make. Spit it out. There's so many comparisons you can make, just to say modern times and everything else to what has happened in the past, and. Sure. The people that say otherwise be damned, okay? I don't care what anybody says. History is one of the best teachers on the fucking planet to let you know how modern ethics should work. And if you don't understand or believe that, then you need to reevaluate your situation and you need to reevaluate the life that you're living. Because if we do not take the lessons from history seriously, we are damned to repeat them. And I, I, you know, and, and it, it's one of the, it's one of those serious matters that, you know, I, I, I personally, I, I I'm that going you get to get up, TV.
1: that you get up on a soapbox for like right now.
0: absolutely, fucking Okay. I do Good. not. Yeah, I do not. I take history extremely seriously. If you look. Back, In the
1: words of the great uh, Alamo, I gives a fuck. I'm going to tell you how I feel.
0: Damn right. <laughs> Because, I mean, think about it. You look you look at how, you look at where our country is now. You look at back where our country was, in the, you know, in the beginning. And then you look, compare. Now, there are many, many empires that came and that have come and gone in the world, right? Each one of them lasting millennia. The United States is probably one of the most fastest, one of the fastest accelerating freaking, like, political systems ever to be known to man Um, specifically because we modified systems from both the Greek and the Roman, as well as the, um, as well as the, I believe it was the European models that, that were set up at the time. It was, it's kind of like an extrapolation of all three of those different political systems and, you know, and they were mashed together. Something that a lot of people do not freaking realize. This is why I say, educate yourselves on your history. Um,
1: and especially, and I'm going to take that one step further, especially yeah. when you have, you know, like when you have people like a, a good friend of ours, um, Bruce Burnham, who was just the best history teacher, man. He was, he was an institution at our Damn high school.
0: Damn like, fucking he, he,
1: he made history so much fun. Like when you took Hell his yes. World history yeah. honors class and I took his history Vietnam war nine weeks course and like. Yeah, it's like that's some, that's some awesome stuff, and it's just especially when you can learn about it that way. Like he did, a, he did a very good job of just being very transparent, you know, presenting both sides of the story. You know, from this angle, from that angle. The only time he didn't was when he talked about Vietnam. He was very had a very different stance on that because he was there. He lived that. Just like somebody asked yes. me about Afghanistan, I'm gonna be as you know as honest I can be. As but I'm going to also tell you, forthcoming, thank you, I'm going to be as forthcoming as I can be, but I'm also going to tell you, like, here's what's great, here's what sucks, just like I'm sure you can with, with your time in Iraq, you know? Absolutely. So, but, but yeah, absolutely, we need to you know, pay attention to history and you know learn from it, and, you know, it's kind of interesting to see things go back now and how they end up in textbooks, and, you know, anyway, I'm going to stop before I get into some into the weeds here, but... So one of the other things we want to talk about are some current events kind of related to um, um, what we were talking about today. So I was doing, you know, looking online and one of the current events that I saw. So for anybody in the GWAT generation, um, like uh, I was and Alamo here was. So we went to basic training. You, you know, the one ribbon you get from basic training usually is that little rainbow ribbon, the the Army Service ribbon and stuff well later on it ended up being army service and then the national defense uh you okay there dude hmm you okay there
0: well no i was gonna say i have my uni i have my uniform top right over here i was gonna show the ribbon but sorry right. oh grab it if you want i don't care
1: but yeah so you have the army service you have um and then we st- they started issuing the national defense service medals which they call the pizza stain because it's red yellow and white and a little bit of blue and stuff in it well they just announced Uh, The DOD will not be issuing that past 31 December of this year. As of 1 January of 2023, they will no longer be issuing. The eligibility for that ribbon is now closed. So Alamo's going to point out to it. Oh, look at them greens. Oh, I don't know, know, man. Like the greens look good. Yeah. So you have, there's a rainbow ribbon and then you've got the national offense, which is the second ribbon in the middle row. Middle ribbon in the middle row, that yellow and red one right there, that's no longer being awarded. That's mm-hmm. no longer they're they're closing the eligibility. They're kind of putting it back into pseudo retirement, so to speak. Iraq campaign, that's also been closed. Um, and you yeah. know, it's funny. I was doing the research on this, and I looked it up, and it's like I don't know why I didn't think about it. But last year, when um, when Afghanistan, you know, when that happened on 31 August, that that was the last date of eligibility because we pulled out. I'm like. Oh, yeah, why didn't I think of that? So it's kind of weird to see the campaign medal that you were awarded for your service now being not awarded. Discontinued. Like, you're just like, fuck, I'm really getting old. Like, holy shit, man.
0: Fucking yeah.
1: A. Yeah, so... Um, but they also have new ribbons now, too. They have, like, the, the inherent Resolve campaign ribbon, which is kind of a little bit, you know, for the other stuff going on. They're still... A, they still have uh, open eligibility for the Global War on Terrorism Expeditionary Medal. But the service medal eligibility has now changed. It's not going to be automatic. Yeah. Um, according to – this is an article I found in Military Times. So it says here, signaling the end of, the, of a 21-year era that the, the DOD has told military services to sharply restrict the award of the Global War on Terrorism Service Medal beginning September 11th. Uh, from adopting, according to a memo obtained by Military Times, the June 24 memo signed by the, Undersecretary of, the Department of Defense's Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness uh, also limits award of the Inherent Resolve Campaign Medal to just troops who serve on the ground in Syria or operate within 12 nautical miles of its coast or airspace, and that policy went into effect on January 1st. Uh, the, the GWAT Service Medal has virtually has been a virtually automatic award for troops since its introduction in 2003. Um, the Army determined in 04 that all active duty troops who served on, excuse me, served after September 11th of 01, merited the award because they all served in some way in support of that campaign. Um, but it's now like it's just it's kind of weird. It's like it's kind of all this stuff is changing away. like. Do you remember that um, they were trying to come out they had a, a, an award they were trying to come up with I was doing, you know, when I was doing research on this I remember seeing this. They had the Distinguished Warfare Medal mm-hmm. they, were, they were trying to push that and it was, they people were calling it the Nintendo Medal because it was for folks that were uh, it, was, it was a warfare like campaign medal but for guys that were all uh, drone operators and stuff. And that's why I ended up getting the nickname the Nintendo Medal. So um
0: <laughs> nice. it
1: was it was yeah it was um originally put in by uh, defense secretary panetta and then uh when defense secretary hagel came in on the next for the next term he kind of put the kibosh to that quickly and they have since changed that to where they now have new devices that are authorized for certain medals. they have a c so like you can award uh, an rcom or an army achievement medal for um with a c device which means it is related for combat service and you can also award uh some similar things with a within the, the letter r with an r device for um using for being attached for but, sorry let me back up rewind the r device <laughs> dig- <laughs> signifies that the award was given was uh, awarded to personnel for operating in a remote uh, capacity so you can still get folks you could have like a drone pilot who could potentially get an air medal be awarded an air medal with an r device for being there in a remote capacity with like flying a drone and whatnot so i thought that was kind of interesting but so yeah it's it's like the end of the era is kind of really winding down now i mean think about how many uniform changes we've gone through we went through we start off with BDUs, mm-hmm. then we had ACUs, now we've got the multicams, we've got the OCPs, and then we also start off with the greens, which you had. The greens are always going to be special to I me, mean, man. Just always. Yeah. The greens are special. And then we went I mean, to the, I the, mean, the, the blue, y- the blue y- service uniform, which. The I greens were
0: in service uh, from what? 1970 like something. I'll Was look it up. 70 something?
1: I'll look it up Army Green Service uniform. Yeah. Let's see heva oh wait no i'm 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 looking up the wrong thing that's it's showing me the new one the pinks and greens I just need to put green uniform on it whoops. Army green uniform. Let's see here. Oh, where the hell is it? I don't know. It's. It, I want to say it's probably like the '30s, man. Like not. Not. I'm sorry. '30. It was. It was sometime. I think like following Vietnam. I think it was like in the '70s or something.
0: I, I thought it was like the '60s. Uh, Maybe you, might, you might be right. I think it was like the 60s. As we like struggled. Early, early 60s.
1: I think I found it somewhere I can look it up. So. Durka Durka? Muhammad Jihad? Let me see.
0: Pal dress. No, I see it's army oh man i just found an article that basically says uh a high school um called butler high in louisville kentucky in honor of the in honor of the 9-11 victims has laid flags they basically planted flags in the ground um for the 21st anniversary of 9-11 um Yeah, that's like I can it's it's that's pretty fucking dope, man, that they're actually they're actually allowing the kids to actually go in and, you know, do some recognition there. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot of people that died for for no damn reason. It's like, yeah, man. It's like, come on, dude. You know, we got to we got to pay. We got to do right by these people.
0: Absolutely, bro.
1: Okay, hold on a second. Let me see if I can find...
0: You still looking that one up?
1: Yeah, because it's bugging me, dude. (laughs) I should know this stuff. Like, jeez, I was in the damn army. I should know this for crap, for God's sakes.
0: Now you know how I feel a lot of the days. (laughs) So
1: it's, yeah, it's the green Class A uniform, which was worn... Uh see
0: what the hell is it jersey is holding a remember uh, a remembrance memorial in uh in honor of uh of in, uh, in honor of engine nine ladder 33 i believe i believe ladder 33 engine what was it engine 33 or engine th- or ladder 33 they were the ones that pretty much lost every guy in, that, the build, in the towers right? yeah they
1: had like they, you see their picture of their other tr- engine or their their truck going across the bridge and like that's the last known picture of them that's because the last they last all perish so yeah. according to this the, the green class a uniform was fully retired in october one october of 2015 yes um that they went to the they went to the blues uh They went to the blues at that time. That's when it was mandatory. They started fielding that in 2010. The dresses, blueses. Yeah. I didn't care for those. I think, I mean the pink, the, the new, the green service uniform is dope. Like it, it goes, it's a good throwback to
0: world war two, man. That's the the good old, the good old world war two era days, man. Yeah. Those, those, those uniforms were the shit, but, um, you know, to current events today though, man. Like, I mean, like, Honestly, bro, like I I honestly think like, you know, with with everything going on nowadays and people com- making comparisons to 9-11, you know, with stupid, silly freaking little arguments that they've been making, like cert- like comparing certain things to 9-11 where people aren't even dying. I, I- <sighs> I find I find I find the state of the world in a, in a current state of craziness that I don't think I've ever witnessed in my lifetime, nor have I nor have I actually observed in studies during history. Um, I like to be frank uh, without being too abrasive and. Um, but I think there is a, I think there's a heavy lack of common sense lately, um, in our world and specifically in our country, not, not just on one side, but on many, you know, like I say, both, um, on the political, on the political spectrum. Um, I have, I have kind of remained fairly politically independent for the most part. Um, I have my biases. I'm not going to say them here on the I'm not going to say them here on the show cuz I don't feel like we need to get into that.
1: But no. Hopefully people are watching us cuz we don't get into that and it's like mm, we don't we yeah. don't want them going we don't want them going hold on. Hold on a minute. Yeah. By the way, I found the date. It was 1954 to 2015. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Booyah. It was right, so it was right it was after football. the end of, after the end of Korea.
0: Yeah. Right so, before right before freaking uh, and I think the I think the shirts were actually still tan then, actually back then the, before uh, they transitioned to the green.
1: Yeah, I think so too. There were some slight alterations, uh, there slight you know things happen there. So, Yard. what do you
0: say, pal? You ready? To,
1: you know, ready to I think, wrap it up?
0: I think we're good. We'll just close out with one last statement. Freaking, um, honestly, nine eleven. We need to we need to remember it, guys. Um, not just for not just for the reasons of you know most of the most of the guys that and gals that watch this i mean hell we all lived it but we need to remember for our children's sakes we need to explain it to our kids um, i'm going to say it in a blunt way history's a motherfucker and if we don't fucking be careful it's going to come back and bite us in the ass um things a la adolf hitler things a la stalin things a la mao um these are all you know for those of those again unlearned folks who don't study history those are all dictators in their own respective countries um many of themselves being having been disillusioned by the idea that they were the patriot of their times trying to serve their freaking nation and trying to do things that the way they thought was the right way but was in many ways truly 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 evil evil exists people evil exists and um i'm just gonna say we need to stay vigilant um if you guys believe if you guys are faith uh have a faith stay prayed up if you guys are logical keep yourselves in a more If you guys are more logical thinkers, um, like I know many people that I know that I that I know are um, use your better judgment by through, you know, process of elimination, you know, look at what look at what has worked and look at what hasn't. Um, And you decide from there. Um, But we need to really, really buckle down and kind of evaluate things, man. You know, Patriot Day is a day not only to remember 9-11, but it's also a time to remember that there was guys that came before us that we need to hold respect enough to actually hold to their values and continue to hold to their values. So, you know, me and Mac, we, I mean, I'm not going to say that we've been there and done that, but I mean, First off,
1: it would be Mac and I, because we don't want to sound like ungrammatical idiots. So hi, Cynthia.
0: I, Jesus. Cynthia, Um,
1: Cynthia said history repeats. Hello, Tista!
0: Like For um, like
1: four exclamation points, like you,
0: damn right! Yeah, um, but again, me, myself, and Mac, we, we, uh, <laughs> we've been around the block enough to know that shit rolls downhill, and you know we need to educate again. We need to educate our kids. We need to educate our families. We need to educate our friends around us. Um, because, again, history repeats itself. Thanks for that pun, there, sister. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got, man. Cool.
1: So, in in the spirit of you know, Patriots Day coming up, hey, <laughs> sorry, she's <laughs> your, your, your sisters are all great, man. You, you come from <laughs> a great, you come from a great family, dude. It's awesome. And we it's come
0: right, from yeah. great stock. <laughs> card stock
1: like huh <laughs> um, so kind of wrapping it up as we always do um, you know we we have this show because of you know some uh, tragedy that happened yeah. in our personal life we have a friend of ours that was lost way before his time um, by solving a temporary problem with a permanent solution so um, not only just for John today but for also for every, all the folks out there we're going to kind of Battle broke we're gonna do the bros code up, and we're gonna do it kind of Patriots Day style. So, bros it up when you uh when you're kind of feeling a little bit down and you're having a hard time keeping yourself going. Just remember the bros code, okay? B R O S, and you'll be fine. So, be be tenacious. Be like Robert Smalls. Be like Salem Poor. Like all these guys that were just like this guy bought his own freedom. This guy was you know
0: smalls had a very freaking illustrious fucking a, political career too like
1: yeah the guy was no no there's no, no chump like seriously yeah. he, he went out and did a whole bunch of stuff a congressman man be like all the people that stood up and said i'm going to do my part you don't have like like alamo so illustriously said earlier you don't have to serve your country
0: to serve, serve your, country. your country
1: yep that's on a damn t-shirt man sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> So be tenacious. You know, go out there and be the do the best you can do. If you can't serve, donate blood. If you you know can't do something, to, for the greater good, do what you can in your smaller wedge of the pie. Um, you know, do something in your community. Go out there and be the best parent. You can be the best citizen. You know, pass on your knowledge and your wisdom to your kids. You know, it's right. it's kind of interesting. It was so fun to see. You know, to relate it to me personally. So, you know, you first, say No. Know.
0: You know, you say that and it just makes me think of something like that. I've been thinking about and I'll shut up. I swear to God.
1: No, you won't, but go ahead.
0: You don't have to love what your country has done to love where the fuck you come from. You don't have to love what your country has done to love where the fuck you come from. But damn it. Love your damn country because we are a people that come from many different backgrounds many different mistakes let's put it that way okay this is just for messages for people who are out there otherwise that you know need to hear it i know probably, our, our probably, i know our audiences they get this
1: they but. probably don't watch our show
0: i know i'm just saying though they need the message needs to be shared though you don't have to love what our country has done to love our country at the end of the day Hey, your prerogative is your prerogative.
1: So like I was saying, be tenacious. Like this guy right here who won't shut up. He's just like, I'm going to put this in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck away, dude. I love you. Anyway, be tenacious. <laughs> Go out and do the best you can. Do what you can. Don't don't give 110% because it's, give 100% that you can. Yes. Like Cynthia just said in our in our <laughs> chat here, love the people in your country. Be kind to them. Yep. Damn right. Be a good person. Be a good Christian or whatever faith you follow. You know, just do what you can. Be tenacious. Whatever that looks like, that comes in many different forms. R, refuse to surrender. Where the hell would we be as a military, as a nation, if we just gave up and caved after 9-11? We refuse to surrender. Hell, where
0: would we be if we gave up during the Revolutionary War?
1: Because there's a long line of guys that stood up and in some way, shape, or form said, (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck no not on my watch no
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think so so refuse surrender there's going to be times when things get difficult you know when the, there's all those colloquialisms and um cliches that you can say when they go and get tough the tough get going um you know but you know no no, in, no 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 no
0: no when you when the tough get going the tough get
1: tougher You said you were going to shut up and let me end the show. So just be quiet. Okay. Just be quiet. (laughs) Let me, let me wrap. We're already over an hour. Let me just wrap this up. It's hush. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I had a train of thought going and you just derailed that shit into the mud. Exactly. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of things that happen where, you know, like, like you said, there's a lot of people that have come before us and said, no, not going to happen here. So refuse to surrender. I mean, not on my watch, bitch. Look at the folks in, in World War Two. you know, that happened that, you know, kind of were called into service or called into action. We'll just kind of use a more generic, uh, generalized term, called into action after the attack on Pearl Harbor. They did not want to surrender. Yes, thank you, Cynthia. I heard him giggling. I'm like, she must have said something great. Yep, you know he can't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> You're damn right. But, yeah, whatever happens, just, whatever it takes to hit that OBJ, whatever it takes to hit that that, you know, that X you're trying to get to. Refuse to surrender. Oh, obliterate your obstacles. You know, there were a bunch of people that said that were, you know, working down on the pile after nine eleven. And it was an obstacle to get through because they realized after a certain point it wasn't about recovery of, you know, trying to rescue people. It was just more about yeah. recovering remains and whatnot. Yeah. And they had this giant obstacle of the rubble pile.
0: What sound there? Elite. Hearts of people got fucking picked up too man. yeah like most any, any anybody that was in there was obliterated yeah literally
1: but they were also impressed like the amount of rubble they were moving out of there every day was just i mean you're talking trucks and trucks and trucks of just stuff they were moving out sifting through to find remains here and there yeah. and there's people that they'll never will found <clears throat> yeah. but they they obliterated that they it was amazing how f- how fast within like a year afterwards that was all cleaned yeah. up and it wasn't even like maybe it was maybe nine months but like there was an obstacle and they said no suck it in the way they refused to let it you know beat them so they obliterated yeah. that stuff sometimes you have things in your way you have a wall sometimes you have to scale the wall sometimes you have to dig under the wall sometimes you have to kind of sidestep around it you know sometimes you make a door sometimes if there's not a door you blast the door way into the wall with some C4s and Bangalores, or in, in the case of chuckles over here, sometimes you just go oops and back a damn striker into the damn thing. So whatever.
0: Damn so right.
1: yeah, whatever the obstacles are, obliterate them and get them out of your way. S seek help from in a time of need. As we mentioned earlier, um, and we've mentioned every other show, you know, our, our dear friend, John, um, was, was lost way before his time. He chose to solve a, he unfortunately solved a permanent or a temporary problem with a permanent solution. And if he was still here, we would not have that show. And that's not going to change. We're, he's not here. We're going to talk about him and bring honor and memory and remember his, his name. Um, there are a lot of venues. If you can't reach out to somebody, whether it's, you know, a battle buddy, somebody you served with, you know, a family member, um, a coworker, somebody, you know, from the gym, whatever, Reach out, talk to them. If you don't have the ability to do that, there are resources out there. You can always reach out. If you're kind of feeling yourself going on that dark path, there is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which you can reach in one of two ways. Um, The established way is the 800 number, which is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Starting in January of this year, they now have a three-digit um, prefix you can dial, 988. That's 988. What's great about that is you can call or text, and they will have somebody reach out to you, um, hopefully within a very short amount of time. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, get help. We all deserve to be here. We all have a story to tell, and you, you know you can't pass along your wisdom and your knowledge to the next generation about history if you're not here. So Definitely that's right. That's, that's very important. Cynthia just said, you can feel the presence of people lost at the original footprints of the Twin Towers. So I was like, I bet
0: if we're going to have a battle bros. Uh, we're going to have uh, to go. Out there, <clears throat> what you call it. Yeah, eventually out there.
1: Road trip. Road trip. Broad trip. A brode trip. It's kind of like how people say when they go to like the the battlefield of Gettysburg. They, there's just all that, that just like energy there.
0: There's a heaviness there, is what yeah, I heard. Uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of like that. So, yeah. all right, I'm gonna hand it off here to uh, Baldy, and he's gonna close us out and plug all the social media shit.
0: And all the social up. medias. Yep. All right,
1: y'all. So, thanks for uh, jumping on the uh, chat. Appreciate it. Love you. I- Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Love you, sis. The um. So, if you want to catch us on the social medias, you can do that over at the Facebook at facebook.comslash battlebros.podcast. And you can always contact us via the WhatsApp. All you have to do is click that little green button down, that little green button icon, the little WhatsApp icon down at the bottom of our screen right there on our Battle Bros Facebook page. And you could leave us a voice message, you could leave us a text message. Yeah. And you can even, you know, kind of call us there and do whatever,
1: except when we're at work. We'll get back to as soon as we can.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, and now this
1: is me putting the foot on the other shoe on the other yeah. shoe on the other foot because now I'm <laughs> fuck with you while you're just trying to do your. So pick.
0: you can also do you can also contact us at Battle Bros underscore podcast on the Insta where you can also message us there via the messaging service on the Instagram.
1: For the folks that don't speak in the young people vernacular, that's the Instagram, not the Insta. I'm thinking Insta coffee. I'm like, I could use it <laughs> Just speak the regular yeah. talk. They're gay.
0: Listen here, man. I have to be well-versed in the young and talk. Okay.
1: Your kids aren't even that young to where they're dumb yet. They're younger. Like where they're still smart.
0: Oh, so valid. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. But uh, (laughs) you can also contact us
1: at. It's usually
0: middle school at that. Battle. Yes. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Battlebrospc at gmail.com where you can send us an email. You could send us, hey, fuck you, or hey. Um, (laughs) You could send us, uh, hey, you guys rock, but I want you to show this stuff um hey we're here we're up for any kind of suggestions you give us not to mention negative and positive feedback because uh how
1: how freaking amazing would it be for somebody say you guys don't chew big red so fuck you
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that'd be hilarious
1: great reference Uh, by the way oh jesus right
0: um if you want to if you want to see us any on any other platforms other than here on the Yubtub. You can catch us over on the rumble.com where you can subscribe to us and smash that rumble button um, as well as hit the like share as well and emphasis on the share, by the way, uh, and comment here on the YouTube so that you can have the algorithm recognize us and share us with other listeners around the world. Um, Also, if you want to catch us on the audio platforms, you can do that over on Anchor.com, Spotify, or or excuse me, Anchor.fm, or the Anchor app, Spotify app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, Yes, we have a lot of audio platforms, and we're still waiting for that guy, gal, whatever, to... uh, find us on uh, alexa um so so you know just make um, as Pica-
1: as 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 the, the venerable john Luke picard would say make it show
0: make it so um number one so, just
1: just keep going dude i did the joke go 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 <laughs> so,
0: last but not least if you would like to support us uh, you could do that over on the anchor, uh, anchor FM, uh, anchor.fm app or you can do that on the or um, blah, excuse me anchor.fm or the anchor app. All you gotta do is click on our uh, click on our page and then tap that little support button and make your any donation that you feel like anything from a dollar to whatever custom uh, custom donation you feel like.
1: You got to stop being so loud because I just hear like your brain, your your freaking voice is resonating in my brain because you're screaming. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry for everybody listening in their car who just almost swerved off the road because what the fuck was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Goddamn dinosaur came through the window. Holy sh*ties. So anyway, folks, uh, thank you again for joining us uh, for episode 042 entitled Patriots. Um, this has been the Battle Bros Podcast. We greatly appreciate and humbly thank you for joining us for our discussion on our second discussion on the, um, uh, the remembrance of 9-11, the 21st anniversary of that. Um, you know, Take time this weekend to remember everything about that day, how America yeah. changed for the better and for the worse. And let's vow not to do that again. Let's try to remember where we came from. Let's try to, you know, pass this knowledge and wisdom on to our kids, you know, yeah, sh- show them that, you know, this is something that needs to be remembered. Um, if you are somebody that, you know, it likes to indulge in an adult beverage, hey, maybe maybe have one not just so think about this you know and i'm going to keep this short and sweet because we're already kind of at the end of the show but you know you talk about all the lives that were lost in that day well, think of the lives that were lost since then all the folks that have died because of injuries all the first responders that have you know um the the symptomologies of uh, working on the pile having all the different diseases and all that kind of stuff good night sis love you um think about all the people that have died Military that died overseas because we then became engaged in two different conflicts you know, the Afghanistan conflict, the Iraq conflict, all that kind of stuff. And you're talking, I mean, it's probably close to 10,000 people, not just the 3,000 that died on that day, but then you have the 4,000
0: that were killed in Iraq. You have close to 7,000 total casualties between Iraq and Afghanistan.
1: So, yeah, so right at about 10,000 people that have died because of the events of 9 11. So, yeah. It's insane. So spend time, you know, if, if you meditate, if you, if you, you know, sit there and, you know, pontificate or whatnot, just take some time. Remember the fallen. Remember the the folks that have died because of that day. Yeah. Um, take stock in what you have. be thankful for it. And, <clears throat> you know, we will see you next week. We have two more episodes for this season. Then we'll be taking a quick break. Um, Probably not too long, but not too short either. We're gonna take probably at least a couple of weeks off. Yeah. But um thank you so much for joining us for the Battle Bros podcast. On behalf of myself and my co-host Alamo, we want to thank you for joining us. We love you and we will see you soon. Take time to just remember um about everything that we have, everything that we've lost, whether individually or collectively. And just remember be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles and seek help and seek out help in a time of need if you can do that damn right you're gonna be okay so we love you and we'll see you next time on the battle bros podcast battle bros out